Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to tonight's show, the Frisco Report. We usually run on Tuesday, but uh, family matters, you know, kind of trump some of these things in a way. So uh, we're going Thursday night, and uh, this is serious. So Captain of Time, baby, you know how we roll up in this bitch, all right? Mike showing off the new Trayvon Diggs jersey there. The uh, so, so ask me how I got this. Go ahead. Yesterday was my birthday. All right, wifey came in clutch with the Diggs jersey, and ironically, I got her a Trayvon Diggs jersey too. So we got each other a Trayvon Diggs jersey, not knowing that we were getting each other a Trayvon Diggs jersey. So Trayvon Diggs, very popular in the Sanchez household. Awesome, man! What a great present to get, right? So good times indeed. Good times indeed. Uh, you know, speaking of Trayvon Diggs, eight interceptions on the year, and uh, looks like he's heading towards double-digit interceptions, something the Cowboys haven't had in a very long time, uh, going all the way back to, I believe, Everson Walls. All right, definitely uh, nobody that uh, that I am aware of since I've been watching the Cowboys. I think Everson Walls is the last double-digit um, interceptor for the Cowboys. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't even. I don't even think Dion, in 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 his, his uh, five years here, uh, did that. Okay, so pretty outstanding. Second year, sophomore year, definitely no slump for him. All right, so it's it's off to a good start for for Trayvon Diggs. Now, some other players might that uh, were that are taking a very long time to get going. Navelle Gallimore, torn arm or something like that. It's not a dislocated elbow tore something in there so the recovery a lot longer than uh, what we were led to believe so Navelle Gallimore still in rehab uh Demarcus Lawrence coming along uh he's still in rehab but uh, he's a lot closer than than Gallimore Gallimore I don't even know if he'll play this year if if you do it might be the playoff run uh maybe so tragic there now Mike let's talk about uh Tyron Smith all right so uh, going from rehab to limited to another, um, you know, day of practice here. So kind of on, on, on pace to uh, to possibly play in this game with the Chiefs, Mike. So how, how big would that be? It's going to be big. And what's even bigger, Joe, is how many series can he last? Can he last the whole game? Right? Before yeah. the bye week, he had the ankle injury. Some stuff came up with his neck they're being very cautious about. Uh, with Navelle Gallimore, it's very obvious that the Cowboys don't really give out the extent of the injuries, um, and they've always been that way. So how many series can Tyron Smith – my expectation, Joe, and this is not a knock on Big 77, but my expectation is five series max, you know, because the trend line isn't very good for him. We, we know that he's going to miss games. And when they put him back in there, he plays a couple of series and he's back out. So um, I don't have high expectation of him playing the whole game. And, and I'm not wishing hurt on him. Don't take this the wrong way. It's just the trend's there. And I just don't trust him enough to finish out the season. Yeah, it's a very good conversation to have indeed. Guys, in the chat box, shout out to everybody in the chat box. Asmodos, Mario Flores, Soup Trap, all the all the gang here in the house. Appreciate you guys. What do you guys think? Do you think uh, Tyron Smith will 
will play a full four quarters, or do you think that that injury will just rear its ugly head and he'll have to pull himself out? You know, let me know what you guys think. Does it go one quarter, two quarters, three, four, and then shelved for another couple of weeks because, you know, whatever. Like, what's your thought on Tyron Smith? I'm really interested in, in what you guys think. Okay. Soup Trap made a great comment there. I would rather have Tyron for the healthy scratch for the playoff run. Fantastic point there because that's where you got to go undefeated, right? <laughs> you know, and if you mm-hmm. can preserve the top three left tackle in the league for your playoffs, it's going to help you big time. Yeah, that's, that's a good point there. Osmond knows, I, I believe that he will play the full game. And it's quite possible that he will, right? He's he's definitely plays through a lot of pain. But then, you know, there is a history where he does start the game and he and he will pull himself out, you know, going back to when he had the neck and this sorts of thing. So definitely something to watch. But I think it's good, nevertheless, that he's, you know, getting closer to getting back in the lineup because you're going to need him, you know. But I, I, I'm definitely in agreement with, with a soup trap, you know, let's – Maybe they should have done something with with that bone spur, Mike. You know, maybe they should have shaved it, you know, sanded it down or whatever, and maybe he would already be back by now. You know what I mean? So, playing the risk game here. Let's see. Let's see if it pays off for him, Mike. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you make a great point there about you know shave. It, it all depends on where it's at on his foot, though. You know, where is that bone that bone spur at on the foot? I mean, that 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 tells you the time and the length of the injury, and it might be in a spot where they just can't go shave it off and clean it up, right? So I remember uh, Anthony Spencer back in the day got a clean up in his knee, and it was supposed to be a two-week thing, and he wind up going on IR because of it. So it all depends on the severity of that bone spur. That's a good point there. And location. Uh, very good point indeed. Uh, the next question here is, Tyron Smith starts the left tackle. looks like – if that's the case, old boy goes back into the reserve spot, right? Because I, I, they're not going to give it back to, to him at right tackle. Mike, do you see it? Do you see it going that way as well? Absolutely. I, I think I think Karen Steele will be your last, and he played a lot better against those Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, um, but uh, I think the whole line was cohesive and, and really showed out for for Dak Prescott's comfortability. There's a big difference between that Broncos game and that Atlanta Falcon game. But I think Karen Steele go back to left and. Lyell goes back to right. If something was to happen to Tyron Smith. Yeah. Now, assuming Tyron Smith does start, though, Tyron still goes back to being the backup. That That's what you're saying, too, right, Mike? Is that what you're thinking there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking, too. Um, uh, other injuries. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, you know, he got dinged up, but looks like he's going to be good to go. Don't Don't have anything here saying otherwise as far as that goes. Now, what, what I'm excited about, Mike, in this game is Michael Gallup, you know, he got his feet under him, you know, a couple snaps in that last game and, and made his presence known, you know what I mean? Like right right back like he never left with the tightrope catches. I expect another good game from him in this Kansas City game. Mike, how, what do you think Michael Gallup is going to do in this game with the Chiefs? I think Michael Gallup is going to fly. I don't think I, I'm predicted right now. Michael Gallup does not drop a football in this game. If it touches his hands, I think Michael Gallup's coming down with it. Um, you know, yes, the toe tap, Mike Gallup, he was back last week, and it was good to see because, you know, I, I love Cedric Wilson, but Michael Gallup brings a whole other element to this offense, Joe. Um, you get C.D. Lamb, 
Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup on the field, I don't know how you don't move the football. Seriously. It, it, it's, a, it's a really good thing to have. But, you know, this is Michael Gallup's potential last year as a Cowboys, so he has to make the most of it for that next contract. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that uh, he definitely, you know, came out the gate shooting, right, full, full speed ahead. So this game to me is more about – can that Chiefs defense stop the Cowboys offense, right? I, I think we know what, what the Chiefs offense is about, and we'll talk a, bit, a little bit about that. But let's talk about how these guys are going to try to stop the Cowboys, all right? Because, you know, you get you get uh, Spagnolo, you know, pretty, pretty well-vetted uh, defensive coordinator in this league. You know, um, McCarthy, very familiar with him. Uh, Kellen Moore as well. You know, we, we've done some matchups there with, with these guys. So, uh, you know, how, how if, if you're the Chiefs, Mike, how do you attack this Cowboys offense? Like, what, what could potentially trip up the Cowboys and challenge them in this game? You have to do what the Denver Broncos did, and that's confuse Dak Prescott. Um, and, and you watch the tape on the Denver Broncos. They, you, you thought a lot of it was, was single high, but it, it was cover two. And Dak, on a lot of times, didn't check out of that to a run, right? So, Dak, I mean, you have to confuse Dak Prescott what you got to do. Um, and and the way they were covering Amari Cooper, the Broncos, I mean, they had uh, the safety play down as if it was cover one. The corner went with, 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 went with Amari Cooper, and the safety played underneath, right? Um, it was a really good strategy by the Broncos, and it, and it threw Dak Prescott off on a lot of his throws. So, uh, that's what you got to do. Number one, you got to stop the run with T- Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. And you got to make Dak one-dimensional and that's throw the ball. But you have to confuse him in the process. Dak has evolved in, in in a quarterback for audibly killing plays and stuff like that. So the Chiefs are going to have to try to confuse them. Can they do it? Do they have the star power on their defense to do it? I don't believe so, Joe. Um, but if they can confuse Dak, make him uncomfortable, then they have a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think what will what will challenge this offense the most, I think is going to be the crowd noise, right? No, Minnesota was was pretty loud. You know, they're one of the louder uh stadiums of the league, you know, Minnesota up there. Uh and then you think about like Seattle and uh Arrowhead is is right there with Seattle, you know. So communication of the offensive line will will Tyron Smith be a little rusty? The communication, I think maybe maybe there'll be some some issues there possibly, but I mean, he's such a vet. I think he should be good to go. But um, <clears throat> I think that uh, you hit it on the head, right? Like disguising some, some of your, your, uh, your defenses here. How do they bracket, you know, uh, the wide receivers, like you said, and um, can, can Dalton Schultz get rolling again? Because, uh, you know, pre buy Dalton Schultz really was an impact on a lot of the games, you know, moving the chains, it seems after the bye, I think these defenses kind of honed in on Dalton Schultz as being one of these guys that they got to take care of, and uh, they've done a good job. You know, his numbers they underestimated have him. That's what they yeah, did. They, yeah. So now, now they now they're really taking care of that. But it is opening up the, the wide receivers, so it's kind of pick your poison still, right? So you you <laughs> while you want to lock down Dalton Schultz. Some of these receivers are going to get open, and, and one receiver is going to pop off one week that the other doesn't. You know what I mean? It's like a revolving door. Let's see who it is this week, Mike. Well, one hundred percent, and 
you know, uh, McEwen had a nice grab. Um, yeah. You know, he got to get his feet underneath. Them. I mean, the, the, the offense is loaded, um, but it, it's up to, you know, how they confuse it. Do they stop the run? Because if, if Zeke and Paula are getting three yards of carry, Dak Prescott has to air that ball out, right? And depending on you have to, you have to keep that high-powered offense off the field in the Kansas City Chiefs. You have to be able to run this ball and make eight-minute drives. And you cannot kick the field goal. You have to cash in seven. Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Blake Jarwin, Mark, these guys, they got to go cash in for seven because um, usually Patrick Mahomes like a light switch. When he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. And last week was that momentum against those Raiders to launch to like, for that light switch to be on. Yeah, and we talk about momentum being a real thing here, especially with the Cowboys. It seems like you know you, they got to get that lightning in the bottle and run with the momentum. So uh, I think um, that'll be the challenge here. It's got to give. Somebody's got to give, right? So will it be the Cowboys? Will it be the Chiefs? I think if the Cowboys come into this game being as physical as they have been in the games that they've won, that's really the tone setter. And I think it's that offensive line that sets it. So. I, I am excited of, of the aspects of Tyron Smith being back be, just because I think they're more of a – they play a lot more of a Mahler type of style because Tyron Smith just manhandles people. <laughs> I mean, you know, these guys, they see what's happening on the sidelines. Like, dang, this guy's killing people out here. I mean, he bodies a lot of these defenders, and uh, it is demoralizing to the to their um, their depth guys that got to go in and, and <laughs> line up against, uh, you know, somebody like a Tyron Smith. So – yeah, set the tone, man, and I think we can do it. Mike, um, I, I want to mention this real quick, and, and it's about, you know, what team can beat the Cowboys right now? You know, and I, and I want to ask the chat box, you know, as we get to the half, we're about halfway through the season, right? So We're already there, yeah. Yeah, so we know what happened with, with Denver, so that, you know, what happened there. But the rest of the way, who can beat the Cowboys? What team can beat the Cowboys? In, in, any team. I mean, it's any, it's an any given Sunday league, Joe. But to answer your question, if, if we project ahead, right, we got the Chiefs, we got the Raiders um, for, for the rest of the game in, in, in November. And I made a video talking about how important winning in November is. And this year is no different, right? So they, they have to figure out a way to go 2-0 and in these last games in November, meeting the Chiefs, meeting the Raiders on Thanksgiving, right? Easier said than done. But then you get into December where football really, really matters, right? Because that's going to get you in that bracket. You can't get comfortable. We're going to we're gonna lock up the NFC East very soon, right? So it all depends on how it happens. The Redskins could beat us. Let's be honest. The Redskins can beat us. They, they, they beat us before on, and on unopportune times, okay? So and, and, and it's a divisional game. So the Redskins, we, we play them twice in three weeks. The Redskins, forget it. So we play them twice in three weeks in 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 December, right? So, uh, and then we got this. So we got we got one, two, three, four NFCs games. Okay, you have to go in there and dominate on those games. Then you got you outside of that, outside of the NFCs games after the Chiefs and the Raiders, you got the Saints and the Cardinals. Okay. Those are the, so as long as the NFC East, they hate us, we hate them. So those are going to be tough physical games. You have to go out of those games healthy for the playoffs. It's a big thing. It's a big thing that you, you get healthy in those NFC East games. There's a lot of them coming. 
right? So uh, the Cardinals is going to be a hell of a game. That's going to see how big your marbles are right there. That, that's going to be the game of – it could be – you could be battling for a first seed, Joe, in that playoff bracket, right? Um, yeah. The Saints game, that they ain't a gimme. That's not a gimme game. So it, it's going to be interesting with all these NFC East games and then these Saints and these Cardinals after the AFC West teams of the Raiders and the Charge and the and the Chiefs. Yeah, man, I, 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 it's it's a really good schedule coming up for the Cowboys. Like you said, you know, I think right now for the Cowboys, you're battling for that number one seed, right? And then you're talking about. Only one team will get a bye week, AFC and the NFC. Everybody else will be will be playing for their playoff line. So under McCarthy, I think they will do good. I don't think this would be like the like Garrett, where you take a week off and you're totally screwed. You you come out and lay an egg. Um, I asked, you know, and, and who who can beat the Cowboys? And this is the this is what I was looking for. Congratulations go out to this guy right here, Kent Freeman. This is what I was looking for because this is what I believe. And this was going to be my answer, you know, because I think the Cowboys are the only team that can beat the Cowboys. And it's because, like everything we've talked about, they have so many weapons on offense and defense. It's about who comes out there. Are they going to come out unmotivated, just like, um, you know, not physical, you know, and, and this sort of just like the Denver game. That's how this will be. If the team rolls out like the Denver where they're unmotivated and just, you know, not full speed and not physical, they lose the game. But I think if they come out and be physical, which I think that's the identity right now, Michael, is that uh, these guys are physical, man. They're just setting the tone and out physicaling these teams, Mike. So I like this answer by Ken Freeman. This this is what I was looking for. and I really do believe that that only the Cowboys can beat themselves. I, I think that we can beat any team in the NFL. I really, really, really do. What do you think, Mike? No, that's a great point. I was looking at the the broadest picture. I think what the Broncos did to the Cowboys was Cowboys beating Cowboys. And the impact of the ass whooping that we put on the Atlanta Falcons was a statement, okay? Mm. So – Cowboys understand that if they shoot themselves in the foot, it's going to be Broncos 2.0 in in any game, right? Um, I like the fact that they went in against the Atlanta Falcons and they scored on the opening drive, okay? What does that say? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, So, you know, I I don't think the Cowboys are Cowboys for the rest of the season. I I really don't. I think – just the impact and the leadership that we have on this football team to go out and respond 43 to three, the way we did um, to a hot team. Okay. The Atlanta Falcons were a hot team. They won three of the last four. I don't care what anybody says. It's hard to win games in the NFL and to win at that magnitude. 43 to three was a big, big statement. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good game because honestly, that that Denver game, like I said, it, I, I had my guard back up. Like, man, what is this crap, bro? Uh, so they come out and, and they do their thing again. They look like the old Cowboys, which have been everything they've shown us this this year. So, you know, that's why I thought that game would be closer, you know, but but it wasn't. Thankfully, they these guys really, you know, took that that loss to heart and said, hey, that's not us. We need to come out and, uh, you know, play like we've been playing so i'm hoping this game here i think will be a good test because you're on the road this is a uh, 
you know, even though the record may not show it, they're still, you know, one of the better teams in the NFL. You know, they've been to two Super Bowls here within the last, what, two, three years, right? So pretty good team. They're still well-stacked. Uh, defensively speaking, Mike, I think these guys are, are slowly coming along, and I, I think that's something that, that we need to be careful with, too. I, I, Honey Badger, I think, is, is, is starting to show up, um, you know, Chris Jones, I, I think he's showing up as well. And, uh, you know, I, I think I think where you can really attack them, though, is their linebacker core. You know, got Anthony Hitchens there, the rookie Nick Bolton, and, um, and some of these other guys. So I think if Dalton Schultz is going to have uh, uh, another a breakout kind of game, you know, pre-bye week, I think this game could be the one where it happens. Big, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Um, but I, I think the same. I, I just think as long as Kellen Moore puts these guys in the position and calls a, 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 a and calls a really good game, I, I don't see why we can't win by at least at least ten. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I don't even know what the line is on this game, guys. If anybody knows what the line is on this game, let me know what it is. I would imagine that the Cowboys would have at least a three-point line on this, but if they can win by 10, man, I, I will take it. What I don't want to happen, Mike, is for this to come down to a field goal because, you know, Zerline is still you know, coming back from um, the injury, and you can't even trust him as it is. And uh, I just don't want it to come down to that. So red zone, touchdowns, no field goals. We they they did better in that game, right? I mean, we were we were converting everything in the, in the red zone, which was beautiful. But uh, I I would say the Chiefs have a better defense than than uh, the Falcons, right? So it'll it'll be interesting to see. You know, is this going to be a high scoring affair, Mike? What do you what do you think as far as like the points are? No, I, I really think I think it's going to be a high scoring. I think the and, and not being a hater, I'm just trying to be realistic here. Our defense isn't picture perfect either, okay? They're top 10 in a lot of stats, but passing defense is one of their worst stats. Patrick Mahomes, you got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. They got some unsung wide receivers over there too. So I, I really think it's going to be a back and forth big game, and I think if the Cowboys score more than 35 points, they win this game. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. If if we get into the thirty or forty burger area, we 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 got this game won. And I think w with that said, a lot of times when we get up in those those thirty forty range, takeaways, right? So Patrick Mahomes kind of been kind of been you know getting loose with with the arm there, you know, making some inopportune passes, and we've got just the guys for it. All right, so let's let's go ahead and let Mahomes feed Anthony Brown. Feed Trevon Diggs and uh, and let them, you know, uh, do their thing, man. Both these corners are getting interceptions. I've been really impressed by what Anthony Brown has done this season. You know, playing with a chip on his uh, um, shoulder. You know, definitely not giving up the job to boss man. Fat! <laughs> hey, he's just doing his thing, bro. I, I, I've been impressed. Obviously... Trayvon and Anthony Brown have given up, you know, some splash plays, but man, they've really been an impact this season for the Cowboys. You know what I mean? So let Patrick Mahomes make some errors in this game for us, Mike. You think we're going to get some takeaways in this game or what? I think so. 
I, I really think so. I, I, I like the fact I, I, I put it on Twitter early, all right, that, that uh, Jordan Lewis set the tone for that football game. I put it on Twitter, guys. Check my Twitter feed, all right? It's there. I promise you it is. Because I was watching Jordan Lewis play at a high level real early. And that dog that we've been missing from Jordan Lewis the past two years started barking back last week. Yeah. And as we all know, Joe, once Jordan Lewis gets on a roll, it's hard to slow him down. Mm -hmm. Right? And so I like what Jordan Lewis is doing. I like what Anthony Brown is doing. He got a tattoo on his shoulder. It's a chip. He got a chip tattooed on his shoulder, right? So mm -hmm. he's literally playing out there with a chip on his shoulder. And, and, I, like, and I think it's a ruffle chip because it has ridges in it. It might be a ruffle, all right? He's ruffling blue feathers, all right? So, uh, so I, I, and then obviously Diggs is Diggs, right? But I, I like the way this defense is moving. Uh, J. Ron Curse. Um, I, I slept on him during the offseason. I really did. I, I the, the dude, the dude, he 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 really sets the tone too. I, I really like Curse out there. Yeah, man. I, I think uh, I think Jaron Curse has been has been outstanding. I've I've been I've been beating the drum for him since the preseason. I'll never forget the video I made of him. Could he potentially be, you know, your starter? Ah, oh, Donovan Wilson. <laughs> he's been amazing, bro. He's been he's been amazing. He's and, been better than expected. Yeah, he's been better than expected for sure. And and, and it is good to see Donovan Wilson back in the mix because he's out there being physical too. So no, Keep no, yeah, no, no shame on that. But Jaron Curse, a true leader of this defense this year, and it's some. These are some of the moves that you kind of need to really turn your team around. You know, the, the unsung heroes is what I like to call them. And I think that uh, Jaron Curse is one of these unsung heroes. You know what I mean? I think he's the definition of that. And you, your teams need these kinds of guys to make that run. Um, so, Mike, uh, defensively speaking, we got to talk about the beast of beast. We got to talk about number 11, Micah Parsons. And uh, where are they going to use him in this game? Is it going to be still that linebacker, or is it going to be a, a mismatch, kind of like we saw last week? Or, or what's your gut feeling on what Micah does in this game? It's going to be a mixture of everything, Joe. I mean, if you got Micah Parsons in the game, you're going to be okay. Seriously. I mean, and what I like about Micah is he hates to make mistakes. And when he makes mistakes, you see him clean it up quick in game right it ain't the next game he cleans it up in game joe how long have we been asking for dogs how long we've been asking for baconators and we've been asking for some attitude right yeah yep we got the baconators and we got the attitude and this is what this team needed and micah parsons the lion roars the prey run yeah it is, man. He he's just be, he's become. I would say that he right now <coughs> is is the lead candidate for your rookie defensive player of the year. You know what I mean? I think he's definitely going to come away with some hardware in the off season. And uh, the sky's the limit. But I agree with you, Mike. I think they're going to use it in the same way. You know, just come off the edge on, on some some packages here and get after the quarterback. You know. Um, 
you know, um, seek and strike, you know, the, with, uh, with the, the tackling, you know what I mean? But, but the thing about it too, uh, that, that I think what's going to kind of hurt the chiefs is, you know, they're, they're not really, they're more of a, they're almost one dimensional because they're more known for like passing the ball, you know, a little, uh, down the field, you know, a little um, dink and dunking here and there, you know, your high percentage passing, right? Um, but the running game, I think, is lackluster. So it'll be interesting to see what what types of formations we're probably going to see, you know, definitely probably nickel for your base defense and, uh, you know, go after him. You know what I mean? Yeah, one thing, and if you turn on the tape against Patrick Mahomes, one thing he's struggling with, Joe, is hitting his check downs. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is always looking for that big play. So if you can take that big play away, you're going to see Patrick Mahomes get sacked a lot, especially in this game. If you can take the big pass away, he's not going to hit that check down. He'll, he'll hit tight ends in the flat, but he won't hit the running backs on the swings. He just won't do it. He used to do it, and that's what made that offense so great. But mm. Dan Quinn said it the best, Joe. Whenever he's scrambling, they have routes where – it's made to come back to the ball, and it's designed. And they they, they run into practice nonstop, twenty four seven, right? And so you you have to sack Patrick Mahomes. You can't. You have to contain him in that pocket and make him uncomfortable. Yeah, I think that's definitely going to be the goal in this game. Um, as far as predictions, let's go ahead and have them in the chat box, guys. What is your prediction on this game? Do you have it going the Cowboys' way with a victory? If so, what is the score? Mike, I'm going to let you go first. What is your prediction here on this game with the Chiefs? Uh, prediction is they score again on their first drive. And they win the coin, the, the coin toss, and they want the ball. They go down there and set the tone in Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium, okay? They go in there and they go do that. Um, and uh, – I, I think Micah Parsons gets an interception, Joe. He's due for one. He's due for a pick. And why not do it against Patrick Mahomes? <clears throat> I love that. I'll, I'll take that all day, man. <laughs> for me, I, I think the, the Cowboys, I, I do too. I think they're going to get some takeaways in this game. I'm going to go with two of them. Uh, a strip sack. I think, you know, we'll, we'll get one of those. And I think he's definitely going to turn the ball over in the air. So, I have the Cowboys winning this game 34 to 24. Cowboys winning on the road, the late afternoon game. Now, we do get Joe Buck and Troitman calling this game. So that'll be, you know, that that deal there. We got to get through dealing with Joe Buck, but I think we're going to be able to pull this game out, man. Yeah, you, you know it's going to be a good game when you got that Troy Aikman Joe Buck atmosphere in the air. Um, uh, the way they yeah. call games. I, I, I like Joe Buck and Troy. I, I do. I know a lot of Cowboy fans think Troy's really, um, you know, critiquing the Cowboys <laughs> a lot. But he's a three – he got his three Super Bowls. He deserves to be in that chair critiquing the Cowboys. He knows what it takes to win. But if the Cowboys go out there and lay a big egg, you're going to hear his mouth. If the Cowboys go up there and go big time, you're not going to hear nothing. You're going to hear nothing but praises. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, I, I think that's all we have for tonight, guys. A quick little breakdown preview of the game. I myself, I'm gonna be um, at a concert in the for Sunday with my son. We're spending some father son time, so I'm actually going to miss the game. I'm gonna have to catch on the replay, but I will be checking in on Twitter to see what's going on, guys. So definitely hit me up on Twitter 
you know, um, I'm, I'm curious to see how, how this game comes out. I'm going to have to catch on the replay probably late Sunday night when I get back from this concert with my son. I'm really looking forward to it, but I will miss it. So my post game probably won't come out until sometime Monday, you know, to be quite honest. So, guys, thank you for, for sticking with us, for sticking with me. Uh, Mike, let everybody know where they can find you, buddy. Cowboys Corner. Right here on YouTube, underscore, underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter, guys. If you hear somebody making a lot of noise, it has to be me on that Twitter feed. So, y'all give me a follow. I follow back. Let me know what's up. And uh, let's go. Let's go, Joe. Why can't we go beat him? Why can't we go beat him? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, you guys see me up on Twitter. I'm, I'm really, really going to be bummed to miss the game. But it's going to be a good time hanging out with my son. So, let's get that W. Let's get that win, and I'm curious to see how the Cowboys do in this game, guys. So that's all we have tonight. Thank you for rocking with us with the Frisco Report, and we'll catch you for the next one, guys. Peace, everybody. All right.